0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts, or in chapter 23, looking at the last two verses, verses 34 and 35. Paul is awaiting his trial in Caesarea. He's been delivered safely. So let's listen to Acts 23, verses 34 and 35, read from today's New International Version. The governor read the letter and asked what province he was from. Learning that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will hear your case when your accusers get here. Then he ordered that Paul be kept under guard in Herod's palace. Again, Acts chapter 23, verses 34 and 35, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights, and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Acts chapter 23, verses 34 and 35, read from today's new international version. This chapter ends on a positive note, because at the beginning of the chapter, uh, Paul was at the at the mercy of Jews who wanted to murder him, and he was rescued by uh, the the, great, the Roman army and their commander. And once they heard of the plot. Again, uh, 40 of the Jews were going to to try to um, ambush him. They sent him on to Rome. And remember, that's where Paul wanted to be. And God, through Jesus Christ, had already told him that he would make it to Rome. And he is there. So let's listen to what the commentaries has, have to say. On verses, 20, on verses 34 and 35 of Acts chapter 23. When the governor uh, read the letter, which he doubtless opened and read as soon as he received it, not knowing whether it was important business that uh, was in it or what dangerous consequences might befall him if he neglected to read it. So, this showed his care and diligence. He asked Paul what providence he was from, since he perceived by the letter that Paul was a Roman and that he might know whether uh, he wanted to know whether Paul was under his jurisdiction and whether the hearing of his case belonged to him. And uh, since Paul was from uh, Tarsus, uh, he did belong to, to uh Governor Felix, Uh, so he wanted to know if he belonged to the governor of Syria, but that the crimes he uh, was charged with were committed in Judea, so probably uh, particularly particularly that of profaning the temple, that would fall under his jurisdiction. And one commentary said it would probably fall under another jurisdiction, who was more superior than Felix, and Felix just wanted to handle it. And it kept kept alluding to the fact that in all of uh, it must have been uh like a culture of bribes. So they anyway. Let me go ahead and continue. When he understood that this was uh, that he was from Cilicia which was a Roman province in which Tarsus was located, and uh, Paul was born free. Uh, Perhaps Felix hoped that Paul came from someplace else that would require someone else to hear his case. Apparently, learning that he was from Cilicia meant that Felix would indeed be responsible to hear and rule on his case. And as a smart judge would do, he's not just going to hear one side. He's going to wait to hear what the accusers have to say. And uh, this would be Paul's first opportunity to speak to someone at this level of authority, being that Felix was the governor. This was the beginning of the fulfillment of the promise made to Paul some 20 years earlier that he would bear the name of Jesus to kings. And that's in Acts chapter 9, verse 15. So, uh, Felix says, Governor Felix says, when your accusers come, then we will, uh, you know, judge you impartially. So, he's saying, uh, because of the letter from Commander Lysias, which informed him, that he had in, he, that he had ordered, that Lysias had ordered, that the Jews who were accusing Paul were to come to uh, where the governor was, and this shows that the governor uh, shows the governor to have some sense of justice and integrity, and it also shows that Lysias, same thing, he had a sense of justice and integrity, and we still have to say that nobody but God moves. Um, things in our favor. So we thank God for that. Because they desired to hear both sides before making a judgment on the affair. Though um, the captain had said quite a bit in his letter, in favor of Paul's innocence and against the enemies. And he commanded that he be kept in uh, Herod's Praetorium. He was kept by a guard of soldiers but not in close confinement, he had much liberty, and his friends and acquaintances could come to see him. And this began a two-year period of confinement for Paul in Caesarea. Let's pray. Father, we thank, you. we thank you. We thank you as we study your word. We thank you that as we read about the hatred that certain Jews felt for Paul, felt for what he was teaching, felt for uh, just a, a, a disregard for the, uh, the, the ministry of Christ, the ministry that fulfilled the laws and, uh, and the prophets. So, God, we thank you for that image. We thank you, God, because we know that there are so many in that same predicament that they're prisoners of the gospel because they love what they do. They're sharing your word. God, we'll pray that you keep them safe. In the name of Jesus, we pray for uh, their families. We pray for their loved ones. We pray for those who've been converted to Christianity. Because God, just because they've uh, come to you, doesn't mean everything in their life is going to be perfect. In some cases, uh, it leads to their imprisonment. It leads to their death. It leads to them losing jobs and homes. So, God, we pray you protect them also for taking a stand uh, for the gospel, for putting away pagan worship and following and trusting the true and living God. Father, we're praying for those who need you for other, uh, whatever other needs they may have. We have a friend that's in the hospital. In East Texas, you know what her body needs. We're praying for divine healing and supernatural uh, uh, healing. Give the doctors wisdom to know what her body needs so that she can continue to heal. Praying for those who need you for whatever other needs there might be. And thanking you in advance, Father, for answered prayers. Amen.